Hello, and welcome to Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate, a show about buying and selling homes in Montana and the power realtors and power lenders that make that happen. We are your hosts, Colleen Wood. And I'm Alicia Retz. Each week, we will discuss the housing market, how to navigate it, and what questions you need to be asking yourself along the way. But that's not all. We will also dive into how to navigate the ins and outs of being leaders in business and how to build a robust and dynamic team within that business and navigating the world as a career-driven professional, all while raising a family. Join us as we share our highs and lows in real estate, business ownership, and motherhood. Good afternoon, Colleen. Hi, how's it going? Oh man, I just got off an intense phone call and it's perfect timing to have this new conversation. I love that you just got off a new, uh, an intense phone call. In fact, we're actually just shooting from the hip on this one because yes. we felt like it was so important to talk about. We need to talk about creating boundaries in business. Yes, it is so hard to set those boundaries. And when you're working with somebody who's tough and trying to get the upper hand on everything, right. how do you, so I, my go to is kill them with kindness. Keep the smile on, keep working through it. Eventually it's going to be better. But when you have a really tough personality, is it better sometimes to meet hard with hard? Because I know you, you're better at that than I am. You're definitely better. You don't take shit when, I mean, you're so easy and fun to work with, but when it comes down to it, Mm -hmm. you do seem to be, have... Yeah, it's more strength maybe to to deal with people that are tough. I think it was different when it was just me because I automatically just kind of went to, you know, feeling like it was my fault and automatically was just like trying to tread water or or backpedal really quickly to just try to fix it. And so I was way more meek and mild. But now I have this rock star team and I am so mama bear protective over them. If somebody is being nasty to my team, like I have a hard time kind of reining it in to be able to have a civil conversation with somebody who's been nasty. Like I'm perfectly fine. If we've done something wrong, call us out on the carpet. But there's a professional way to do that. There's a professional way to communicate with other people in the business and calling people names or yelling at them or hanging up on them is simply not appropriate. You know, I always offer myself as available to, you know, if there's something that's gone sideways, absolutely, I will jump in. I will, I will manage it. If there's some sort of reprimanding or change in the system that needs to happen, I'll do it. Yeah, I think that's so fantastic. So you stick up for your team and I'm sure if something happened on your guys' end, you'll deal with it behind closed doors, but you're united front and helping them and having their best, best interest at heart. Right. And I think that that's really important as being, being a leader is that, you know, I have people on my team that don't do conflict, right? That don't do conflict. And I don't like conflict, but But I can can do conflict. I'm tough with conflict. I really uh, don't go there. That's really, really hard for me. And this conversation I just had, she just started fighting from the beginning. Right. And I was like, Hey, we're on the same team. We're about ready to close on this transaction. And we just have one more step to make this happen. And she was so mean and short. I wonder, I play back in my head with a few conversations I have like this. Should I have been basically a bitch back? Should I have done it? Like, I think maybe there, she would respect me more if I was harder. But Mm. I'm thinking also, I don't think, Another true thing, though, when you are in situations like this and someone's just rude for no reason, 90% of the time, 95% of the time, it's them. It's not you. Right. And we have to get better. I have to get better at, you know, it's not personal. I didn't do anything wrong in this 
the situation. We're just yeah. trying to make this stuff happen. I mean, I think it's because we're good people that we're kind of like, oh, you know, you don't really know what somebody's going through right it, now. Yep, yep. And, you know, so I do think it's important to start a conversation as professionally as you can. But at some point, I kind of get to where like my hackles come up and I'm like, okay, pumpkin. <laughs> like this, this, con- there's two ways this conversation is going to go. One of these ways of conversation is that I'm going to be right and we're going to do it my way. Or the other way this conversation is going to go is that I'm going to be right and we're still going to do it my way. If I have to be right, like if we can't come away to come come to a point of compromise, then I have to set my feet in the ground and make sure that I guard my team. Like yep. that's my job to guard my team. I mean, if we've done something wrong, I write checks. Oh my gosh. I, I fix it. We've done so many transactions yeah. together, you and I. Mm-hmm. And there was only one situation when you guys were in the middle of the uh, changeover yeah. where we're just... Uh, uh, we had to delay closing just a little bit. And yeah, you called clunky. me up and you said, hey, I'll pay for a hotel room as long as we need. Absolutely. And luckily, we didn't need it. It was fine. He right. still had his rental. But the f- I've never had a lender call me and just say, hey, get him a hotel room. I don't care where. I don't care the cost. Right. Make it. Take yeah. It, we're take a few days armory. late. We're going to make it happen. Yeah. Take him to yeah. the army. You know, take him out to dinner. No, You know, if we've done a mistake, and I think that that's so important in business, and it's so important to demonstrate that to your teams as well. Like if you made a mistake, we don't co- cover it up. We call it out. We fix it. In business, that means we write checks. Like yeah. that's just no, the way it is. We write sometimes checks. Sometimes you just have to throw money at it. Mm-hmm. And that's something I've gotten so much better at. Just being like, you know what? This can take care of it. If you know, $400 to make this all right. everyone easier. At least. We, I, yeah. had a, I had um, a younger a, a younger sales associate. Yeah. And he was going to get about a $20,000 check. And there had to be a $250 electrical bill that everyone was fighting over paying. Like, and just write like, that check. Just write that check. And he's like, oh, $250. I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, yeah, I'll write the check for you. It's yeah. worth it. Let's let's figure out the percentage here of difference sure. if you don't get this $250 covered to make your $20,000. Well, you know, and something too is that if you do stand up for yourself or you do outline guidelines about how your business is going to be communicated with, if you do draw those lines in the sand, you might end up finding people that are not going to work with you. But you know what? You have to be really at peace with that because there's only people, I only want to work with good people. I want to work with happy people who are respectful of my team, who appreciate us and all the hard work that we do. We're not perfect at right. all. Like if I mess something up, please tell me so I can fix and yeah, it. Exactly. We're, and but, it's a learning curve or not a learning curve, yeah. but we can keep growing and getting better. Yeah. And we all make mistakes. Right. And then, mm-hmm. but we'll fix it and be accountable for it. Yeah. What I don't get is when people start off the relationship and I've had out-of-state lenders do this where they immediately call and they're like, oh no, I'm in charge here. Right. And I just don't understand doing business that way where you want to start making enemies from the beginning. Right. I truly, I love that people and other agents want to work with me. They get excited to do the deal. Like if we don't get a deal, I'll immediately get a text or phone calls. I'm really bummed out, just a little short, but I wanted to work with you. I was excited to work right. with you and your team. And that's where I don't understand where they want to Bully, just be big meanies, buddy. Right. So, Don't man, be a big I meanie. Have to fight somebody after this. Don't yeah. be a big meanie, but stand your ground because if you are constantly a doormat, Agreed. those people that treat you like a doormat, they keep coming back in your Agreed. life and they keep throwing their weight around and you will hate yourself. Here's what, it, what will happen is if you let your team be abused, you will lose them because they don't want to have those kind of altercations. No. And I've had to get on the phone for quite a few times for my agents where things were happening with another agent or something that was just a little out of their control. So I'll jump in immediately. And you're right. I do stand up for them better than I do for myself. Oh, for sure. So, and it, that's easy. That's natural. And part of it is just, I think the nature of, it's easier to, like I said, toot someone else's horn, mm-hmm. but also protect somebody else. Sometimes standing up for myself, I need to get a little bit better at. 
I wouldn't say I'm a doormat, but I do try to just kind of glaze over things, make things easier. But right. every now and then I need to get more of my bulldog out. I was actually, but I was ready to get my bulldog out today. <laughs> and then I just got bulldozed. <laughs> it didn't work so well. Well, but you have to kind of, you know, there's a fine line. Like you don't want to, you don't want to be one of those people that comes out of conversation ready to fight because then you, no. then you jump too soon and you bite too soon. And, you know, I don't want to be known for that either. So I do try to make sure that I put on a, an assertive, like assertive, yes. strong, like I, even like I'll fix my voice before I call her, make sure I, I have too. the right, oh, like even that, I am going to yes. yeah. like, try to bring a little lower. Yeah, I try to bring get it ready. a little lower. And you, you know, you call and you say, hello, this is Colleen Wood. Um, how are you today? Good. Me too. Hey, you and I need to have this conversation because I think this went a little sideways, like own the dialogue immediately. Perfect. I so that they can't that. bring it up. I, I, I you think that's own great. And mm-hmm. the way you started the conversation there, also confronting it, quick, how do you do? But then get right into it. Don't do any more small talk. Yeah, after no, that. no small talk. We're talk. We're here to talk business and we're all oh, on schedule. My mom was talking about you before you came oh, over God. to do the podcast. And she's like, you know what I think about Colleen? I'm like, what? She's like, I bet she doesn't get told no very often. <laughs> that's <laughs> a great compliment. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious. No, I mean, I feel like, I have had to, I didn't come into this world like this. I came into this world like pretty meek and mild. And, you know, it took me a long time. You know, people I went to high school are probably surprised who, who I ended up being. And, and that the I biggest am. powerhouses in the planet. Oh gosh, you're so kind. Oh my God. <laughs> um, you're going to make me blush. Um, no, but I, you know, you have to learn to be assertive. You have to learn to be a leader. You have to and I think it's really, really helped me though to have these people that I am, I guard them. Right. Like I guard their hearts. Also, you know your worth now too. It does take yeah, time. I'm not a bottom feeder. Uh, no, and I, no. I'm the same way true where like at first we've talked about imposter syndrome before, but at first yeah. I had that and now occasionally that'll sink in. But really I still, I know my value now. I know what I'm worth. I know I can get things done. Right. And so that assertiveness does, you fake it a little bit for a while, but then it, mm-hmm. it does become reality. Well, and I think it's really important too between realtors and lenders to know that, hey, you and I are on the same playing field. Yes. We are not like one is above the other. Like you can't do your job without me nope. and I can't do my job without you. And you know, I bring the money, but you bring the customer. So let's treat each other with respect and always, always like there, truthfully, you know, there are other industries that serve us, but you and I, realtors and lenders, like we need each other. Oh, no, yeah. And we need to be kind and you need to be kind to other realtors. Yes. Like I need to be kind to other lenders. That's probably a note to self. Um, <laughs> I don't talk to other lenders. For, I don't have any reason to talk to other lenders. Because you can get everything done. You don't ever need to refer anything. <laughs> I, don't I can't talk tell to you, them. before I met you, I had a pretty good list of lenders constantly. They're like, oh, maybe try this person. Maybe they can get it done. Oh. I don't know. Maybe they can get it done. I don't yeah, give it away. I was going to say, yeah, you're going you're to fight to <laughs> no, the nail before. Don't give it away. We're not letting it go down the street. Yes. Um, okay, let's talk boundaries a little with clients. Okay. I know you. we talked about it a little before. You have the whole system set up and you're not taking phone calls at certain parts of the day. It's yeah. got to feel so much better. Oh my gosh. I, I, I don't know how y'all still continue to do that. I, I, I got to the point that I wasn't even nice anymore because like no matter how I tried to answer a phone call at seven o'clock on a Sunday, you know, when I was brought up, you didn't call anybody on Sunday, like from Sunday at, at, midnight right like like 1201 like 24 hours like to tw- like all like you didn't call anybody on Sunday so I I feel like that that's ingrained in me that you that's don't call time. people on Sunday and I know that that's not that's not the way of the world now but you know yeah so I I, I do feel that way I and I had a hard time when I was still answering my phone all the time I had a hard time being 
grateful and I want to, you know, and present. and present and and sounding grateful and this present. This time, this episode, I left my phone upstairs. Won't get Not any more girl. phone calls. I'm still I looking got, at mine. I got three phone calls right in a row. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> I got three phone calls right in a row from basically the same client. I'm like, oh no, it's going down. Yeah, it's going yeah. down. Luckily, they just had some staging questions, which I'm happy to answer. Yeah, that's Better than what it could have been. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, how about if you get a client that's just nasty to you? Okay, so uh, I have a tough one right now. I've been fired twice from them and rehired twice. Sure. Uh, we're going live tomorrow with their home, but it's one of those ones where I've known it's hard because I know I gave them everything. I yeah. know I went above and beyond. And I was talking to my broker about this. Sometimes the people you give the most to, they expect more and value you less. How about with family? Oh, hello. Friends and family. <laughs> Friends and family can be some of the most boundary destructive um, well, I clients. Well, I talk boundary there. My mom, I told you she knows all my passwords to everything. She just got my home. She knows exactly where I'm at. Your mom's different. Oh, yeah. No, I could also talk like about anything with her. She's a yeah. piece of heaven. But. Yeah. But I've just noticed too is, you know, Sometimes our, client, our our friends and family are some of our hardest clients and it's they're the ones that we want to impress so much. And like we would literally bend over backwards and do it all for free yes. for clients, I mean, for, for friends and family, but it still never seems like enough. Yes. And I just get so frustrated with that, that I've actually gotten to the point that I'm kind of like, if you don't, if you are friends or family with me and you don't know what I do and, and you don't trust and me, my worth. yeah, and you don't, you don't know my worth. You don't know how good I am. You don't understand that, you know, I've helped thousands of families. There's a great meme that says, who's your worst client and why is it your brother? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean, I actually had a client that I was doing a refinance for a pair of clients and she had reached out to me for a refinance and we had gone all the way, like far down the path. We got a property inspection waiver. So we didn't have to do an appraisal on our property. We had negotiated a really great rate. She was going to save several hundred dollars a month. She was over the moon about it. But I had worked with her husband for a long time. And I really thought that we were really good friends. We'd had dinner together. Our kids had played together. Like I thought that we were close. And when he got involved, he shut down to me and he pulled the file from me for no reason and went with his bank because that's where he put his, that's where he deposits his paycheck. And I was heartbroken. It's so heartbreaking. That's one of the hardest things that I've dealt with within the business. It's supposed to be professional, right? but it is personal. It's emotional. It's so emotional and you do give your heart and soul to it. And when they're not happy about something, it does crush you. And even yeah. if, most of the time, it's again, not even you, it's just something else is happening. Right. And I only thing I get on the lender side more than my side is it seems like they're nervous to share their finances directly with you. Sure. That's the only thing I've heard from yeah. family. I've heard that before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and I do get that a little bit, but still like, you are so professional. You're going to get it done and keep the business in the family. Keep like, it's a sense of pride. You know, what's funny is that people getting loans in general, they really feel like, like that's part of their nerves in, in coming to talk up to a lender is they're worried about talking about the skeletons in their closet. Right. They're worried about, you know, kind of airing their dirty laundry. But I promise you, we see all oh, different kinds times. of crazy every single day. And we literally retain zero of it because we really don't care. We yes. just want to give you like a, a yes. Yeah, we just want to like, yeah, we're just I like a doctor. I see a million vaginas a day. I don't care about yours. I've seen a million vaginas. I don't remember what yours looks like. I'm not telling my friends Unless over it's wine. really freaky. <laughs> <laughs> then we might. Um, but, you know, we really don't care. We just want to get you to a yes. I'm only paid when I close a loan. 
You know, so I really don't care if you had trouble paying your credit card when you were in college. I don't care. No, exactly. I don't care that you pay alimony. Yeah, that's, you know, I had a client who his alimony was $6,666 a month. What? And he chose that number with all those sixes. Oh, he must have messed he up He really bad. did not. Well, he, he didn't like have. her. He picked it and she agreed to it. So, Oh, it was the other way. <laughs> yeah. oh, he okay. picked it. She agreed to it. Somebody messed up somewhere. Like yeah. they'd made a major mistake to be like, I'll give you this much yeah. money. Well, but like we're not judging. We don't care. We're right. like, oh, that's funny. And, and move on. Like, so we don't care about what skeletons you have in your closet. But, you know, in creating the boundaries though, you have to define who your client is and who your referral partners are. And you cannot deter from that. You, I, I will not allow mean clients. I've, I've encouraged mean clients to go right on down the street. Good for you. If you're nasty, you're not working with and my again, team because it gets worse. the realtors thing too. Again, that's another relationship. Everything in our business is relationship, whether it's right. inspectors, appraisers, whatever it is. If it's, if someone really is toxic, it's worth it to get rid of them. Yeah, just get it rid really of them. It really is. And there's a lot of toxic people out there. There's a lot of great people though too. Sure. So, and if Most you keep great. that positive energy and you right. keep putting that out there, you're going to get it back. Absolutely. I if think, you, yeah. if you, you know, and our transactions last a long time. Right. You know, you work with clients sometimes for years. Yes. And, you know. I had one for five years yeah. and then they bought a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, we were looking at multi-million dollar we were like, and bought a $200,000 lot. An excellent use of my time. Thank you. But, you know, for us, we're working with clients anywhere between 30 and 60 days. And if the initial conversation is already going south, we're going to be gouging our eyeballs out for 60 days together. Yes. So if we're not a good match, let's just go right. Like, let's just call a spade a spade. Let's part ways. I wish you nothing but the best. I'll give you a great referral to my least favorite lender. And <laughs> we'll, um, you know, just, we'll just part ways as friends and, and not hate each other. The same conversation I was on before he's looking to rent the place. And one of my good friends is a property manager. Yeah. And so I just passed on the information. I had a few emails attached. She read through the emails. She's like, nope, not going to happen. It's too high maintenance. Yeah, but I had good. so much respect for her to be like, it's not worth my time. If it's going to be a tough client. If this yeah. is going to make my life a living hell, right. then let's just not do that because I don't want to take that and home. We have so many great clients. Yeah, why pick a bad one? one bad one really does crush it. Throw the bad apple out because yep. it makes all the rest of them bad too. Well, girlfriend, I'm really glad that you stood up for yourself today. And, you know, we Thank just got to keep doing this that. This is a good vent session. Good vent nice, session. Like, put it out there. Yeah, we thought we better you. knock it out on, on this is air. This going to be my new, my new mantra. <laughs> what would Colleen would do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, I've had a couple pointed conversation today with my with my son's principal. So we're, I'm on a roll today. So okay, stay out of my way. I was going to say goodbye. I was going to say goodbye. you got to give us a little bit of the oh, details. Just a little bit. Well... You know, uh, it was kind of just one of those things where um, they should have wrote a disclosure a little bit different because we're not at the point that we're going to require COVID vaccinations in schools. And it was very unclear through the disclosures of what was happening. And I wanted to very clearly be able to check the no box and the no box was not available. What? And really? there was not a no box available. And I kind of lost my mind a little bit. See, you stood um, up for yourself. I stood up for right? myself, stood up for my kid. And I said, there will be no vaccinations that I don't authorize. And um, yes, you have the right to yep, choose. Yep. And there just there was not an option to say no. There was only an option to choose how many you would like. And what I, would Colleen would do? I, I like it. That's yep, going to be our new mantra. No. Maybe we should change the show name. My hackles got right <laughs> up there, and unfortunately, she ended up getting the brunt 
of it, but that's my personal opinion. I know y'all have personal opinions out there and you have to do what's best for your family. Um, I didn't feel like an untested vaccination was good for my 12 year old. So good for you. I'm yep. proud of you. Yep. Thank you, Colleen. This was fun. Yeah, I it appreciate is. you. And thanks for letting us get this out there. Absolutely. Let's do it. Thank you for joining us today. Tune in next week for another episode of Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate.